the Buffalo Podcast. Hi everyone, it's Monique Gordion, and the great news is you found the podcast, a space for stories that will arouse a smile and inspire us as we tap into our collective experiences. Enjoy. I have the great pleasure of having friends on my podcast today. Hey, friends, how you doing? Hello, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Now, friends, you're from the Netherlands, right? Yeah, correct. Originally, yeah. Originally, yeah. yeah. Moved to Australia in 2007. Ah, fantastic. Um, all right, friends, so I'm looking forward to hearing your story. Oh, and by the way, everyone out there in podcast world, I never hear these stories or know what anyone's going to say. So I'm listening for the first time, just like you. That's my little caveat. Okay, friends, sorry. Love your story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I want to talk about my, uh, my travel uh, to, uh, the, uh, to Central America in Ooh. 1999. Mm. Um, but I have to start with something else because I want to talk about actually about my um, guardian angel. Oh, sweet. I, I've got a very, uh, yes, I've got a very sweet guardian angel oh. already uh, since I could uh, stand up and I kept him very busy. I <laughs> 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 uh, was uh, one of these kids that, uh, that had a leash, literally a dog leash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he would run off. <laughs> I had a little, little harness <laughs> leash. Um, otherwise, I would run uh, crossing the street and mm. without looking, uh, you know, jumping off cliffs and this kind of uh, crazy stuff. A wild child, hey? A wild child, yes. <laughs> and um, um, yeah, and in that in this trip, um, I I, uh, um, I kept him very busy. Yeah, my. Uh, <laughs> do tell i'm excited really really really, really good for me <laughs> i was going to uh um doing a little route to mexico Guatemala, belize and honduras uh following an uh, a maya trail uh-huh. um and after an, uh, a few weeks um i uh, gathered a bunch of people together um <laughs> Um, did you pick pick up on your, on your uh, trip? So it was a solo trip, and you met people, and yeah. you ended up travelling together. Yeah, oh, um, right. yeah, and the, and the group became actually bigger and bigger. And the funny thing is that there was such a good click that everybody just stayed together, oh, and everybody changed their plans and really like, oh, oh yeah, wow. I'm, 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 let me come with you. And uh, so we were on our way to. Um, so sorry, you were the Pied Piper of sorts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't give that honor to me. <laughs> no, 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 that was, that was pure gimmickry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, don't interrupt. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and we were on our way to uh, to Belize in the, um, and spread out over two little, uh, no, yeah, two combi combi. These people movers? Yeah. Yeah. Combi yeah. vans, yeah. Combi vans. And, and it was quite an, a big, long trip, something like five hours. And he said that uh, the driver said that they, they're not going to stop. 
But after two hours in, my burrito wants to come out. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and I had a few Spanish speaking people uh, with us from Argentina. And I asked, hey, can you ask the driver to, to pull over because I really have to go to the toilet. <laughs> and, uh, but there was, of course, no toilet on that, uh, on the road. And the driver said, no, 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 we cannot stop. We cannot stop. <sighs> So I told my friend, oh, I really have to tell the driver that it's going to stink here and I can't, mm. I can't hold it up. Oh my God. <laughs> the driver, you have to, you have, really have to pull over. So he wasn't happy, but he pulled over next to the road and I jumped out, tried to find a little bush to, to hide, which took me a little moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it, it, all with all, it took a little moment and come back. <laughs> I didn't make myself popular. <laughs> we drove, and the other van kept on driving. So yeah. we were about 10 minutes in, and then we saw the other van in front of us, standing still in the middle of the road with a big tree lock in front of him. Ah. And they just got robbed. <gasps> really? <laughs> we, yeah, with um, apparently it's uh, it's it happens quite often, and that was one of the reasons why they didn't want to stop because ah. apparently this happens a lot, and uh, and yeah, we we just missed that uh, that one. A fortuitous, fortuitous <laughs> evacuation. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Um. And then we we all arrived in uh, in La Ceiba. Mm -hmm. La Ceiba is a little little city in uh, Guatemala. No, in Honduras. Sorry, in Honduras. And um, and quite a rough little city. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to uh, on my own to the to a shop to uh, to find something to eat and. I see on, while I was walking uh, and about and 50 meters in front of me, some two guys getting robbed by a guy with a big knife in his hand. Oh my Lord. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> and, and, I, and he went straight from these two guys to across the street because there was a girl walking <gasps> and she had earrings in and he ran to her and he grabbed the oh, earrings, no. pulled them out, <gasps> and then he looked at me, and oh. I, ah, great, I'm next. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why, but I had a very strange reaction, and I pulled up a very big smile, or almost a laugh, yeah. and I pointed at him, and I walked in big steps towards him. Ah. And I think that confused him completely. Yes. <laughs> and you have a very big smile, Franz. I have to right. say, okay. people who are listening can't see him, but he does. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Wow. So that's interesting. That smile just put him off guard because he's so used to fear, right? I think I, I, I so surprised him, but also I, I walked with, I said mm. to my, oh, let, let me just go to him so I, I walked in really big steps towards him and wow. and he stopped and got confused i think <laughs> and he ran off and i oh, oh, oh. 
Guess not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, there has to be a metaphor there, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and the reason why we were in Lesiva is that we, we went to, close to Lesiva is in a little island called Utila, and mm -hmm. it is famous for, um, for diving. It's one of mm -hmm. the cheapest and very nice uh, uh, diving places in the world. So we went there to dive with a couple of my friends and um, um, in the last day, no, we, we did all the, the, the diving and, and then we, I think we stayed there something like 10 days. It's fantastic. Mm. And then we wow. wanted to go back to the... Um, Sorry, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Was that um, with air tanks and the whole thing, deep, like deep diving? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Great. In the Caribbean, and it's it's famous because there are a lot of uh, whale sharks over there. Oh, no, no, there are whale sharks over there. I haven't <gasps> seen, fortunately. Oh. But uh, the diving site is very beautiful, mm. and at that time, uh, one dive costed ten, ten dollars, oh. which is ridiculous cheap. Yeah. So you could. You bought a package of ten dives for hundred bucks, wow. which is ridiculously cheap. Yeah, and and fairly good equipment. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but there are, there's so many, so much competition in uh, uh, in diving over there. So mm. uh, I don't know how many diving schools are there. It's in the Caribbean, so it's the the, the coral is is beautiful mm. and. Uh, very easy to dive and yeah, beautiful. Mm. But then mm. we, we wanted to move on and we went to the, uh, um, to buy a ticket at, uh, at the harbor. And then we found a little sign, a little note saying uh, Sun Jam on one of the uh, remote islands for two, two days. So Sun Jam is, an, is a party on an oh. island. Okay. And we all look at each other and we're like, <laughs> a two-day party <laughs> on a <laughs> island in the Caribbean. <laughs> we have to change our plans. <laughs> and we, we, we all went to, wanted to go to that, to that party. And uh, luckily, I, uh, I was so smart enough to hire, uh, because you bring everything with you, your whole mm -hmm. backpack. Yeah, uh, but smart enough to rent a little box at the post office to keep my uh, passport and my travel checks, uh, and including from all my other friends. So we jump on uh, on the big uh, boat. They had a big, uh, big, big boat. Um, I think we were with I think 150, maybe 180 people on that boat, mm -hmm. sitting everywhere. The, the, the boat was just completely packed. I was sitting on top of the, the captain's hut um, <laughs> next to a, a very hot pipe. Um, the, the, the engine, I call it, the, the exhaust. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the party was actually already starting. People yeah. already started drinking and everything. Yeah. yeah. And so we go out of the harbor and the further we go, the wilder the ocean gets. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Well, it's, it's pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and I was sitting next to that pipe and I, 
that feels really hot. Um, let me see how hot it is. And there was one of these uh, polystyrene balls lying there. Um, I think they belong to the, the nets or whatever. And mm -hmm. I pushed it against the, the pipe just to see how hot it was. And it really melted, immediately melted away. And oh. I, oh, I have to move. Ah. <laughs> and, and, and it was really, really, really rocking, very hard. And so while I was standing up to move, suddenly the rocking stopped. Yeah. And I, huh? Uh -oh. huh? What's happening? And then I hear, screaming from underneath <gasps> and, I, <"Huh?" laughs> and the next moment i remember that i wanted to grab the rail and then we were within seconds upside down <gasps> the whole ship you're kidding mm. oh my god and i feel um, how did how did that happen how did the boat tip over well it, it was an, an, uh, a fishing boat, a fishing ship, and they have these big rods where they hang the, the fishing nets on. Uh -huh. they, were, they were in, so they can, uh, they can they call yeah. it dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but because of the rocking, one of the, these beams got loose, oh. got stuck in the water, Oh. And want to get back to the way, but then, then the next wave came, oh. and just within seconds, just the, the whole ship just just, whoop. and I <gasps> remember uh, that I I felt that I was going, yeah, and I wanted to grab the rail, and then I had a little blackout, and the next thing I can I can remember is that a, a metal cable was pushing me very fast down underwater <sighs> and then i got stuck between that cable on my back and the coral <gasps> and the because there was a lot of movement I, I managed to get to free myself yeah and i still remember looking up and i see all these legs there and i <laughs> swimming to the surface <laughs> <laughs> away and, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so the whole ship uh, capsized. Wow. With all people oh in the boat and on the boat. Yeah. And while I was lying in the water, the, the waves were so massive mm. um, that sometimes you could see people and sometimes you're, you're alone. Mm. And I see the in the distance of in the distance I see in front of me the a few meters maybe thirty meters away I see the the blue um, bottom of the ship sticking out with a big sword um still seeing people coming out oh. out of uh, uh, from out of the uh, the ship oh. just popping up and I thought i i need to I need to help. Yeah. So I wanted to swim towards it, but I saw a lot of people also being smashed against that boat. Mm. Um, I see my friend, I asked him, have you seen th this guy and that guy and that girl? And, and he said, yeah, yeah, they're there, they're there, they're there. Um, not knowing who was still in that boat, 
Um, Whoa. And then a big guy, which was, and who who lived on the island was mm. saying, "I can't swim. I can't swim." <gasps> so I went to him and I said, "If you if you stay calm, mm. I'll, I'll I'll take you." Mm. Um, and now I have to say that uh, I I've done uh, uh, life saving for um, maybe uh, something like as a as as a child or as a child teenager uh, for maybe eight or ten years mm -hmm. every every week uh, doing training and mm. I don't know how many diplomas of life saving and uh, so I knew how well, yeah I thought that I knew how to save someone <laughs> yeah <laughs> but wow. I was really a massive massive guy um, so I, I grabbed him um, trying to swim with him oh yes and then I <laughs> was something else <laughs> the only thing so I lost I knew that I lost my backpack yeah I didn't I took I had on the boat I had already taking off my shirt so I had only my my shorts on and my sandals uh, but one of my sandals was loose and hanging half on my feet uh-huh I, I knew we will come to an island or so I need my shoes because uh, of coral it's, it's, all coral over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, while I was holding him up, <laughs> I was <laughs> underwater, oh. grabbing my sandal, trying to wow. sandal back. Um, and I was uh, uh, swimming with him, and I think I was at least swimming for 50 minutes, and then I was looking, and I, 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 I'm still on the same spot. <gasps> with that wave and I, th I was really realizing well you can have uh, I don't know how many uh, um, diplomas in your pocket but in this in an ocean like this you're you're, you're, you're nothing you're, yeah you're absolutely wow. nothing then wow. something else um, because it was a diving island and a lot of people went to that party mm. um, behind us was one of the one of the, the boats of the diving school and they saw everything happening. So they sent, they made an, a, a call to the island uh, saying this is happening. So all the people that were still left of the diving school, they all grabbed their BBCs. Yeah, their, uh, their jackets, life, life vests, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, the diving jackets. Oh, diving jackets. Where they put the, the tank in. And they, oh. and they grabbed them all, pumped them up uh, while they were going towards us and they were giving them out. But by the time they were by me, um, there were none left. Oh. And I was waving. I, this guy can't swim and I'm completely exhausted. Yeah. You have to grab him. And they were saying, we can't, we are full, we are full. And then I became really angry. Well, like, you have to, you have to, otherwise I have to let him go. Yeah. And then I had some sort of an idea of an idea that they were coming towards me, but they, they were not coming directly to me. And I didn't understand why they were not coming directly to me. Um, well, and after, later on, I heard there was so much corral over there. They can't, mm. oh. they had to maneuver themselves 
so that I didn't hit any corral. And then finally they came close to me and they threw a rope. Yeah. And I grabbed the rope and I remember very well being like, oh, I've got a rope, which was had tension. Mm. But because of all the waves, sometimes I had tension and sometimes I didn't have any tension. Mm. And then I had no tension and um, I went under. I had to let the guy go. Oh, gosh. And... And while, <laughs> while mm. I was under, I wanted to come up and I saw their boat coming closer to me with the, with the, the engine running. Oh. Oh. I, oh my God. Oh my God. And I wanted to go out, but uh, I wanted to come up, but I couldn't mm. because I, I couldn't escape. That it was, it almost looked like it was following me. Yeah. And then I was completely out of breath, completely out of breath. And I thought, okay, this is it. Mm. This is, this, I have no oxygen anymore. And then something happened in my body. I became completely calm, mm -hmm. really completely calm. And I just swam forwards and I came up and saw that they pulled the car up in the boat. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Um, and then I found in, uh, in, in, uh, a friend of mine who was floating on an, what I think to remember, it, it was a door or it was a big plank, but I, I think it was, it was a door and she was uh, uh, holding on that, onto that. And I asked, can I, can I, can I please hold on to it? <laughs> because I was completely, I was just... Exhausted. So yeah. And so I hang on it onto it. There was another guy hanging onto it who got injured. And later on, we saw how badly he got injured because um, he had an, an, literally an, a, a big piece of, of skin just hanging loose on his, on his leg. Wow. So we swung back <laughs> to the closest island, which was. Uh, about uh, 1.2 k's in uh, that ocean, which was really, really far. Yeah. Uh, while we were swimming back, we grabbed as many bags that we um, who, that were floating in the mm. water, mm. Uh, and we were very lucky to just go straight to the island, to a island. Sorry, uh, just a, a little sand bay. Um, and we were got very lucky because when we, when we arrived there, we saw a lot of people, um, um, trying to find refugee on a refuge on, on an, uh, uh, on a little coral rock. Oh, okay. But, uh, it looked really, really awful because one moment they could stand and the next moment a wave was smashing mm. them out. So they got really, really, really injured. Mm. Um, we were standing there and saw in the far distance that blue uh, uh, bit of the boat, the, mm. the bottom of the boat. The, still yeah, out. the hull. Mm. Yes. Um, people crying because they were there with their boyfriend or with their partner and not knowing 
where they were, who. Oh. Wow. Um, where we were opening backpacks to uh, grab T-shirts to uh, uh, put as bandage for the the people who uh, got wounded. And I think it took an, a few hours before we got picked up one by a oh, little group, a little group um, to be brought back to the island, to the main island. And um, luckily, or it might be a miracle, but no one got, no one died there. That's well, amazing. That, that is absolutely amazing. And yeah. even a friend of mine was, um, a German girl, she was in the captain's hut and she said the captain was the first one that jumped out of the boat and while he got out of his captain hut, the door <gasps> behind him. Oh no. And they had to go, they had to smash a window and apparently windows of a boat are very hard to break. Yeah. And they managed to break a window, got out, but they had to go through the glass or through the plastic or whatever it was. And, mm. um, and she got really, really, very badly uh, injured. Mm. Uh, I, she had uh, uh, even two uh, tendons of her in her hand were uh, uh, cut through and... Mm. Um, but apparently that was the, the second time that it happened with the same captain. Oh, seriously. Uh, the boat was just, just on the water for four months because it was in a dock for so long because it ha had happened before. And apparently it was a fishing boat. So um, who is allowed to carry uh, about 10 people and a lot of fish under the boat. But now there was no fish under the boat, yeah. in the boat, every, but everything was on top of the boat. So it was just meant to, yeah, yeah it couldn't handle. And while mm. we were on the water, we were thinking, well, yeah, the, the ocean is rough, but the captain knows what he's doing. Yeah. Apparently not. No. And the people were really pissed because the, the people of the island and they, mm. they they would have fined him, they would have lynched him. Mm. Uh, because everybody relies on tourism over there. And, yeah. Uh, and then the very bizarre thing in the evening, we went to town and we saw a bunch of people standing together and we thought, okay, they of course talking about the accident. And then we looked and then someone off the, one of the, the, the diving boats had a camera and he filmed the whole thing. So in the evening, we saw literally the whole wow. accident back on video, which was so, and I'm talking about 1999, eh? no YouTube, no, no mobile phones. You had an, uh, oh. a VHS uh, camera or an i8 camera. Um, so yeah, that was very, very, very bizarre. Yes. Uh, we survived and um, we didn't oh. have a party. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. So did you meet up with all the friends that you went with on the boat? Did you see them back in the main island? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we travelled together back to uh, Le Seba. 
And then the next thing happens. Oh, no, no, there's more. Yeah, there's oh more. God. He's sitting in the hotel and we met also another, a few, a couple of Americans there and they were, we were all sitting there in the, um, in the launch, in the, um, oh, they call that the, where the entrance is, in the lobby, sorry. Oh, yes. the lobby, yes, yes. The lobby. And uh, we were talking about, oh, let's go out for dinner. And I, I wanted to have a shower first. So a friend of mine and I went up to have a shower and, and we got back and <laughs> we saw a big mess upstairs <laughs> in the lobby. And uh, it had these long, big ashtrays, which is a bin and an ashtray in one. And that was over the floor. And I, wow, <laughs> what happened here? Yeah. It's, you made a big, big ashtray out of the whole lobby here. And uh, well, yeah, yeah, because of the, the robbery. And I, what, robbery? And I said, oh my God, you weren't there. You, you just missed it. And I, what do you mean? People coming in with machine guns. <gasps> Lordy. Robbing while we were just gone together. Uh. Oh my lord! And they robbed the whole lobby. Oh, <laughs> wow! They're like, oh my god, oh my god! Wow, so many dangerous incidences. Wow. It's unbelievable. And then the last one was oh, I, um, there's another. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, um, I I changed my travel because I I, I lost my backpack and everything. So. Uh -huh. uh, I'm not going there in that story, but um, I changed my whole route and then I suddenly ended up in um, uh, in Cipolite. Cipolite is an, um, um, it's a beach, it's famous for uh, for its, its surf, a lot of surfers go there. It's, um, it's very tranquil and um, but a lot of surfers go there because you've got these massive waves, these absolutely massive waves. And in the Lonely Planet, it said, uh, don't go deeper in the water than your knees oh. um, because it's dangerous. So I was standing there in the water and after two minutes, I thought, oh, this is bloody boring. <laughs> <laughs> so I went just on my knees in the water and just, and then I lift up my legs and started to float a little bit and, <gasps> and then I wanted to stand up and then I realized, oh shit, there's no bottom anymore. <laughs> oh my. Oh. Realizing I'm in a rip curl. Uh. And I looked at the beach and I saw how quickly it had pulled me into the ocean. And I, I uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> not a plan, come on. Oh yeah. I, I really got, pulled very hard and I see these massive waves behind me uh. and I uh, and, and I was looking already for these days to these surfers we like they have so much guts to mm. to fight these massive 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 waves and how these waves just crush and yeah. how they survive this and there I was in the water being pulled oh <laughs> my lord like, Oh my God! And I swam and I swim and I swim and I swim and I swim and I swim. Yeah. And I 
I made it. Oh, whoa. <laughs> there was a guy, a Mexican guy, who pulled me out of the, went in the water, pulled me out, and he said, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? And I, yes. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> you saved it. And I, well, you, I, yes. <laughs> I know. It's dangerous. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so I, I kept my guardian angel uh, really busy. Wow, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, like, oh my god! <laughs> but it was a fantastic. Uh, it was a fantastic uh, trip. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful three months. Yeah, so you travelled just those three months. Was away from home in the Netherlands, or was that part of a larger trip? No, that was. Uh, it wasn't. Um, it was an escape after an, uh, an, uh, a big trauma. Oh, uh, oh yeah. really? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> you had a trauma to escape trauma. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. Oh. No, I, uh, I, um, yeah, I had a bad, a bad time with, uh, with, with, with my uh, previous company in Holland in uh, and um, after uh, after I sold it, I, uh, I I just needed to go away for uh, yeah. three months, uh, find myself again, and uh, I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. <gasps> and now you have a business where you provide happiness to people. So yes, that's a beautiful. It's a little thing. tough at the moment because it uh, is tough. Much, uh, yeah, so Franz is in the entertainment industry. Um, doing mime and beautiful, well, beautiful visual art, really. Yeah. 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 Yeah, together with my wife. Yes. Together with your beautiful wife, yes. Yeah. Shay. Well, okay, Franz, I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, I knew nothing that was coming and that has blown my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that amazing tale, that beautiful story of survival and miracles. And thank you, Guardian Angel, for looking yeah. after Franz. <laughs> we appreciate you. On my shoulder. Well, um, everybody, thank you so much for coming and listening to this humble little podcast. And until next time, go well, live in joy. Cheers. Bye, friends. Bye.